You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Yes! That's awesome! It's The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Time for our campus report. And for that, we're heading down to North Dakota. But as always, the NCAA campus report brought to you by our friends at College Hockey, Inc. If you're a player or you have a player in your family that is exploring all their options, want to know what you need to do to maintain your NCAA eligibility, well, College Hockey, Inc., great place to answer some of those questions. You can also get in contact with Mike Snee or Nate Ewell, and uh, they will steer you in the right direction as well. My next guest did go the college route. He is Canadian, Jordan Kawaguchi from uh, North Dakota. Welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you, Jared? Good, how are you? I'm doing terrific, uh, but uh, the 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 Fighting Hawks are on fire this year, and uh, you're leading the charge. Uh, things have gone uh, pretty well for you and the team. Uh, why do you think things have uh, gone so well for you here in the first half of the season? Um, I think uh, we were just <clears throat> we came into the season hungry and and ready to go, and um, I think the last two years haven't gone the way we wanted. And um, you know, we kind of just said, hey, let's let's change our outcome of the season, and um, you know, we just came in ready to go and and uh, firing all cylinders a record of 14 one and two right now as you get uh, set for i guess you have the christmas break now uh you don't get back at it until uh just after christmas uh, with an exhibition game against the u18 squad but honestly i mean you look at the schedule you have one blemish against minnesota state they happen to be the number one ranked team you guys are ranked number two so no harm in that uh when you look at the at the record so far i mean there's there's really you can't look back on it and, and feel like you you had very many off nights. I'm guessing. No, no. Uh, I think you know. I think we <clears throat> that one game against uh, Mankato. I think we we know that uh, we have a chance to beat those guys, and you know they're a very good hockey team. But uh, you know we we feel like we can we have a chance to, to beat them again, and um, you know we can we can play with the best of the best of the teams. And I don't think. Uh, I don't think, like you said, we had uh, very many off games, but, uh, you know, there's, there's some nights where things aren't going our way and, um, you know, we just kind of found our, found a way to get that win. There's some, uh, really lopsided victories for, uh, North Dakota this year. 8-1 against Canisius uh, stands out. 7-1 against Miami. You beat Denver, uh, by a score of 4-1 and then you blew out to the Golden Gophers 9-3 fairly recently and just did it to the, uh, Western Michigan Broncos as well, 8-2. And some of those lopsided victories were on the second day of the weekend series. It's pretty tough to get a, a sweep, let alone win that second game by such a, a lopsided margin. Uh, how, why is that happening? How is that happening for North Dakota this year? I mean, you guys, it's it's one thing to win on Friday night, but to follow it up on Saturday with a lopsided victory, that does not happen often. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, we always, we always say, uh, after Friday night, you know, <clears throat> if we, if we, if we do in that first game, uh, we come in Saturday and we always say the hardest thing to do in college hockey is to get, get a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think for the last, the last two years, we've either won Friday and lost Saturday or we've lost Friday and won Saturday. But, you know, it's kind of gone back and forth and we haven't really been able to put a full weekend together and, um, I think we we established that earlier that you know the first game doesn't mean anything unless you win the first game or the second game, sorry. And uh, so yeah, we we learned that early and um, we've just kind of put that into action. Jordan Kawaguchi from North Dakota, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, Jordan, this is year three for you at UND, and uh, last year you had a good season, ten goals, twenty six points uh, through the year. You're almost at that point now, and still have a half a season to go. What's the biggest thing that's changed for you on an individual basis uh, that you w- could chalk up to this big jump in production? 
Um, you know, I, <clears throat> I think it's just confidence. Um, you know, last year, I think obviously, you know, we, we didn't have the, the strongest of years and even the year before that. And I think that kind of affects, uh, the way that, you know, each individual player feels about his game. And, uh, I think, <clears throat> I think everyone, not including myself came into the year and said, Hey, this is a new year. And, uh, let's just go do what we do. And, um, you know, I'm pretty lucky. I'm playing with some, some pretty good players and, um, you know, I, I just, kind of put we've kind of put our head to the head down and gone to work so well and that leads me to my next question who have your line mates been for the most part this year does uh coach barry uh mix it up often yeah so uh for i would say most of the year now i think uh it's been colin adams and and uh grant mismatch well and that's interesting because they're not you know the, i mean adams is what fifth in team scoring and mismatch is, is further down than that so it's not like you're playing just with it's not like it's a a one line team i guess when you can spread the offense like that around uh that makes it pretty difficult to face you guys no for sure i think we have four lines and you know our sixty that that can uh produce offensively any night and um you know, like you said, like uh, my line mates may not be, you know, top of the charts for points, but uh, I think if you, you especially like look at Colin Adams, like he's he's leading the nation and then plus minus, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's that's part of our game as well is doing little things right, taking care of our our D zone, taking care of the puck, you know, making sure there's not uh, too many too many bad turnovers, and um, you know, at the end of the day, that kind of just takes care of itself. I believe I looked up the roster, and I think you have four, maybe five freshmen this year, and that alone should, I mean, you have a, a, a not a young team, a, an older, more veteran team, guys who have been around now for a few years, yourself included. That should also lead to, to natural success, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, so my freshman year and then my, my second year, we had uh, seven new guys each year, and uh, this year we only had five. So I think with having that limited amount of new guys, I think, Everyone comes. Everyone comes back. Knows the systems. Knows how to play, and it just makes it easier uh, on the freshmen to to come in and and kind of learn because everyone knows what they're doing. And mm-hmm. um, you know they've done an absolutely great job of coming in and working hard and and just getting to know how we do things here in, on campus. And um, yeah, they've been very very good for us here. And then when you do have a freshman and it comes in and a guy like Shane Pinto is one of your leading scorers, I mean that's that's almost an added bonus, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, he's, he's a very good hockey player. And, uh, you know, obviously he just got invited to the world juniors camp, uh, with team USA. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he's would love to see him make that team. And, you know, he's, he's a very good hockey player, like I said, and, uh, he helps us out. I think, you know, there's <clears throat> some guys that fly under the radar, like, like Judd Caulfield and, and, uh, Harrison Blaisdell. Those guys, you know, they, they do the little things that, that, uh, <clears throat> some people might not see. And, um, you know, they, they, they work hard for us every night. So Jordan, you mentioned the world juniors, obviously Jacob Bernard Docker off uh, to that as well, but for, for team Canada, you're Canadian and there's a lot of Canadians on the North Dakota roster. That seems to, to happen year after year with that particular program. I know head coach Brad Berry's Canadian, uh, from Alberta and, and before that, uh, Dave Haxtell also, uh, up from uh, the Edmonton area where I am at. Um, the, the pretty nice connection uh, to 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 Canada and to players out west, especially, um, means uh, you got a lot of familiar faces. Maybe guys, maybe you didn't always grow up playing with, but maybe you've seen them along the way in your career at earlier uh, at, at uh, lower levels. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, 
you know, one guy I played against in juniors was uh, Gabe Bass. He played for Penticton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I <clears throat> was able to play against him for, I believe it was three years. And uh, now we're here together. And, um, you know, Blaze Dell, I, I had heard about him after uh, I left. And uh, now he's come in here and he's done a really good job for us. And been, been fortunate enough to play with him. And, um, you know, there's definitely a few other guys that uh, have moved on and, and uh, are now playing college hockey. I've I've been able to play against and, and play with, and uh, I've been super lucky that way. That's funny. Penticton's almost like a farm team for North Dakota. Colton Pullman played there. <laughs> Johnny Tyconic played there. Dixon Bowen played there. I know you got guys coming in uh, next year for that that are there right now. Jackson Keene also spent some time in Penticton. So, uh, but for you on a yeah. personal level, uh, why was North Dakota the right fit? I've been to the Ralph. Uh, it's an unbelievable facility. Uh, Dave Haxtell gave me a tour, uh, and uh, so I got to see it uh, backstage and all that stuff. It's unbelievable. It's it's hands down the nicest non-NHL building that I've ever been in. Um, I imagine when you first went down for your visit, you must have been blown away too. But um, put it, use your words. Uh, what did you think uh, when you first visited uh, the campus? Yeah. So. When I first flew down, I uh, obviously had seen the videos of, of you know all the uh, all the dressing room and and stuff and and uh, everything like that. But you know it, it doesn't really hit you until you get into the rink and walk into the room and see everything and and see the guys and 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 all that <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, for me, I think it wasn't you know obviously they. They, for every recruit they bring in, they they bring out the bells and whistles and and do a great job recruiting and um, obviously that's it's a big part of it. But for me, it wasn't even the the rink. It wasn't the you know the the fans that that we got. It was it was the guys that were in that locker room. And um, when I got here, they <clears throat> not one of them hesitated to come up and and say hi and introduce themselves and um, you know talk to me, get to know me a little bit and. Um, you know, one guy that I actually met on my visit was, uh, Brock Besser. Um, and he's, you know, obviously making, making a lot of money and playing for <laughs> Vancouver now, but, um, you know, he, <clears throat> I remember he, uh, he and I sat in the stands watching, uh, morning skate, uh, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, he, we sat there and talked and, you know, I just kind of knew after, you know, if, if someone like that can, can take time out of their day and sit with a recruit that he doesn't even know and and uh that's the program that i want to be a part of and um you know i was <clears throat> obviously super lucky enough to to get the opportunity to play here and i'm very happy that i chose to be a uh und uh occupier well that's that's an awesome story now do you do you take that experience from you know when you were the recruit to now when recruits come to town? I mean, do you, do you play that Brock Bester role and do you kind of show those other guys uh, what it's all about? <laughs> I wouldn't say uh, I'd take the Brock Bester role at all. Yeah, that's some pretty big shoes to fill, obviously. But, uh, no, I, he <clears throat> he did a great job. And I think all of our guys do, do the same thing. And um, our coaches really, really praise that, you know, make sure that this kid feels at home when he, when he comes in because, you know, it's definitely hard for a young guy that doesn't know anyone to come in and really, you know, feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, I think we, we do a great job of just, you know, talking, talking to the recruit and, and making sure that he knows that, you know, it's not, you're not just coming here to play hockey. Like you're coming here to, um, be a part of a family and, and, uh, achieve something great. 
Jordan Kawaguchi is my guest. He plays at North Dakota. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're from Abbotsford. Yeah. Now, as a kid growing up there, I mean, you're in the WHL's backyard. I imagine a lot of your friends that you grew up playing with probably went the WHL route. Why was the college route the the, the better choice for you? Why is it working so well uh, for you, Jordan? Yeah. So, you know, I I, I did have a, have some friends that signed the WHL, and um, you know, mostly my my older friends that I grew up playing hockey with, um, and you know, a couple a couple guys that were my age, but for the most part, I think. The guys I played with growing up were were kind of playing in the BACHL, and hmm. um, you know, I, my 16 year old year, I didn't really know where I was going to play, and uh, you know, I went into Chilliwack and, and had a tryout, and um, was lucky enough to make the team there, and uh, which is 20 minutes away from my my hometown, which is awesome. It's you know, it was a great opportunity for me, and I uh, spent four years there, and um, you know, I had opportunities to to go to the major junior route, but, you know, I, I was talking to my parents and, um, you know, people around me that, you know, are pretty smart within the hockey world. And, um, you know, I just felt more comfortable with what I was getting out of the college route and being able to develop, uh, over a longer period of time and, um, ultimately getting my, uh, college degree and, uh, setting myself up for after hockey and, um, you know, obviously, it's it's a big part of life. Now, I know some guys who go to college uh, might be done their education. Uh, they'll have their degree after three years. Uh, where are you uh, in that, uh, you know, when it comes to academics, where are you? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the smartest, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll graduate on time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll graduate on time, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not in any rush. I'm not trying to get it done too quick, but... Uh, no, uh, you know, like I said, I'll graduate on time and um, I'll have that degree. So, I remember uh, talking with Dylan Simpson, who was a captain at North Dakota a few years ago, and he told me uh, if they'd let him play five years, uh, he would have come back for his fifth year. And you know, pro hockey is is obviously the goal for a lot of players, but uh, you can only spend so much time at, at college. After a season like you're having right now, I'm sure there will be offers coming your way. Do you know what your plans are for next year already? Uh, I mean, would you consider pro deals now or do you already know that uh, if you're coming back or not next year yeah i mean ho- hockey is always kind of changing i think uh, you kind of have to be ready for anything but uh, as of right now you know i i haven't really been been thinking about that a lot and uh, i'm just focused really on <clears throat> one game at a time just you know i'm trying to help help my team win games and um you know, obviously that's something that uh, I'll have to think about at the end of the year. Hopefully, if I, you know, if I have a good enough year uh, at the end. And um, but yeah, I haven't had to really put much thought into it. And um, like I said, I'm just trying to help my team win games and, and go from there. Excellent, Jordan. Listen, I really appreciate your time. I enjoyed the conversation a lot. Uh, wish you the best of luck the rest of the way this year with North Dakota, and hopefully we'll uh, get a chance to talk again Monday. Appreciate it. Thank you. Jordan Kawaguchi, one of the big reasons, maybe the main reason, that North Dakota is off to such a good start here in the uh, first half of the Division One season. Not the only reason, though. North Dakota much improved and uh, made mention it there. You know, some programs out there, they get 10, 11, 12 uh, freshmen. You know, it takes a year or two for those guys to, to really get going. Uh, this year, North Dakota isn't one of those teams. Often they have been in the past. Uh, this year, five freshmen on the roster. And one of them happens to be one of their leading scorers in Shane Pinto. So uh, Ottawa Senators uh, draft pick. 
So that definitely helps when you have a, a more veteran team. And uh, Kawaguchi is just, he's, you know, three years in now, he's comfortable at this level and has really found and taken his game to a completely new level. Not a big guy, but who knows, in this day and age, maybe there's another player who uh, gets some free agent uh, consideration at the end of the year. We'll see. We go from the NCAA campus report to an update from the World Junior A Challenge. That's up in Dawson Creek, BC. A lot of guys who have played on Team USA, uh, which is basically a USHL all-star team, have gone on to play in the NCAA and beyond. Well, we're going to chat with uh, J.D. Burke from EP Ringside. That's Elite Prospects. Uh, he's been up in Dawson Creek all week, taking in that event. I spoke with him yesterday. There's been a couple of games that have gone on since then. Uh, we'll update you from the World Junior A Challenge next here on the Pipeline Show. Here comes Jaden Schwartz, pulls the trigger, pats into the deck, he scores! What a finish! Yeah, this kid's just special. Jaden Schwartz is just a special, special player. Hi, this is Jaden Schwartz from Colorado College. You're listening to the Pipeline Show. Light up your holidays with WHL Hockey Action. This Friday night, your Edmonton Oil Kings throw on the green and black, going toe-to-toe against the Swift Current Broncos. Come on out as we deck Rogers Place with Edmonton Spirit. The puck drops at 7 p.m. Don't miss your shot to see the Oil Kings live. Great family entertainment at Rogers Place starts at just $20 a seat. Save on day of game pricing now at oilkings.ca. 